Yo, Cruz, do me a favor. Turn me up a little bit. <laughs> Ooh! Ah! Let's go! So, I'm sick. So let's get that out the way. And we have the window open. Yep. On this beautiful, disgusting day. It's raining here in Jersey. But you know where it's sunny? In L.A. Shout out to the Lakers. We got AD, baby. You might catch me in Atlanta. Looking like a boss. New Orleans and then Miami. Party in New York. Texas, I be screwed up. Chi-Town, I be really giving. But nothing like my hometown. Now where I'm living. Look me They come from. All right, but you watched Euphoria. Yes, I did. Okay, and, and yo, there's controversy around that, and I didn't get it. But and by the way, us us talking about these different films, in case you didn't know, all of these fall under the mission of the podcast, which is like highlighting all these different things, these projects that are bringing light to different issues mm. that often and, and, go and, and, overlooked. And, and just for future reference, if we do mention anything on this podcast, it has everything to do with what we... That should be to, a, a it given. Should, to, this should, this a given. Like, I know. But I just wanted to throw that out there in case people... Listen, I know. You like to remind people. I don't. You don't. <laughs> so we're just going to keep that balance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great. So, hey, listen. Yeah. But as anyway. long as you... Every time you remind people, I'm always tell them, hey. hey Y'all should know. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> oh, every Euphoria. time I think of that, I go back to when they see us, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't know if we ever put a pin on that. Oh, no, because you only had seen episode one at that point. Right. I did see the whole thing. Episode I mean, four, bro, I told you. Episode four. I mean, like, you know, I feel like if you're going to watch one episode, you might as well watch all four. I, I Maybe not. I don't know. It, it depends. I was able to watch all four. No, I know, yeah, but, but episode four was the mo- that was well. See me, I personally want to know the feeling of every non-black person who's seen it because I know I already know how my community feel. Like, right. there's an overwhelming amount of people in my community that are ready to like. We all feel the same, pretty much. Yeah. So like, it, it it'd be okay. great to hear think pieces from white people or you know, just non-black people. Non-black people. So who, I am not black. Right. It's harder for me to say like that I was able to empathize and understand mm. because I've always been around black people. Right, I've right, always right. been around like different cultures. So you've seen it's it like, firsthand. Like yeah, so like naturally, I'm just it's easier for me to empathize. Right, right. But I can't speak for people who aren't necessarily and the, in the, that environment. And the issue all the is time. like the people who need to see it aren't going to watch it. That's what's tough. So like yeah, you, you could say that about Get Out. Like mm-hmm. that's what was cool about Get Out because. I think it reached it, the point it, where everyone watched it because it was on the. It was so, it was so vague, you didn't know what to expect. So yeah. once you got in the theater, it was too late. It's too late. So yeah, you're like caught here. up. <laughs> so now, like going forward, a Jordan Peele movie might not get the same audience that it got with Get Out because now they're like, oh, he's he's pushing an oh, agenda. Like, right. Yeah, that's true. The people who need to see it won't, but the hope is that the people who have seen it. Drop a little knowledge into, like, those who wouldn't watch it. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's very true. 
and and maybe this is jumping the gun a bit, but those little lessons that you pass on to even your friends mm. who maybe like overstep a boundary and you're like not comfortable and you right, right. it's it makes for an awkward position for right. you to call them out on it, but I, it I actually is necessary. Today. Yeah. In class, my my professor was talking about the different type of privileges. Right. He's a Greek guy. Oh. Um, okay. He 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 realizes he's white, but he hates it. Um, and he's like, um, and he's talking about uh, white privilege and uh, and economic privilege, and I and he had stopped listing. And I said, "Yo, when you say uh, white privilege, you gotta say male privilege right afterward." Like there, because mm. even me as a black dude, there's male privilege to an extent. So there is, yeah. I I, I always think we should acknowledge that. Yeah. But yeah, back to what we were talking about. Lessons we give our friends. Right. Those are very key. Like, and um, the other day, there was a tweet of some dude getting caught cheating with his quote unquote best friend. Okay. Oh, I saw. Wait. It was the girl, the girlfriend who caught her yeah, she was then recording. boyfriend. She was like filming. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's like they're putting his best clothes, friend. Yeah who is a woman, getting dressed again after being caught. She's a little, like, on the chubbier side, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a comment under that video. What? That was like, um, he cheated on it with a chick that wasn't... Uh, that was that ugly. That was ugly, yeah, and like, because so like, she was beautiful, and all the best these, was ugly. Exactly. So all these comments started flooding, saying, it just goes to show that men are really trash. Like, they'll, they'll really cheat on, like, the most beautiful woman with, for, with like, the ugliest woman. The girl built, the like, um, woman. biscuits or something. Right, it right. Was, like, it was a bunch of those. Yeah. It was a bunch of those. Came in, came in droves. That's just regular Twitter shit. That right, pops right, right. up randomly, right? That goes viral for, like, a hot, hot second. And then, um, but then someone wrote, N-words always... Basically saying the same thing, but she said N words. She's like N words always uh, cheating on yeah, the most beautiful. There was not one nigga in that video. N words always cheating on the most beautiful women. She said something. Yeah, but like I that. see not one black person in that video. Okay. All right. Good I'm observation. Just, I'm just making that clear. Niggas with what? So then, <laughs> excuse me. But then, so then, um, she was starting to get grilled for that though. Mm-hmm. Just this, and this, by the way, is just a random uh, commenter. Okay. Right, she wasn't in the video or anything, and it, her comment was like, had like a thousand likes. So it's like, oh, of course, oh, she's popping, oh, she's loving it. She went semi-viral for a second. Right, right, right. Yeah. But then people every now and then were sprinkling in saying, "You are not black. <laughs> like, why are you saying that? Yeah, watch don't say that." Tone. She was forced to eventually address it and say, "Like, I don't mean it in that way. I mean, First no harm that, by that it." That shorty was white that said this. Yeah, that's why oh, it was a problem. No. That's why it was a problem. That was that. That was the main. Oh, I didn't. I didn't make that clear. <laughs> yeah, she she appears to be white. So, and what did I say about Niggas what's the forty sixty theory? Are you serious? What's the forty sixty theory? Forty percent is your actual race, and sixty is what, 60 you, look is like. what you look like. So, um, better off. Was she mixed or something? She logic, regardless. She logic mixed the J Cole mix. Regardless, I don't because it's two. That's two separate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's two two different types. <laughs> anyway, so I I commented. I was saying... Of course you did. The murder. People were killing her. I was trying not to kill her. Though you probably want me to kill her. Right next to the mine. I don't have to... See, I don't even have to say it. Okay. But I said, yeah, you probably shouldn't say the N-word. Just looking out. And then she was like... She responded to you? Yeah. She responded to me. 
No, but had she been responding to everyone else? Uh, some, I think. Okay. And and then she even like put out her own tweet saying, you know, I really meant no harm by it. Blah blah blah. blah. Okay. She basically said that same thing to me, like in response to me, and then shortly after she deleted her tweet, which I know it killed her because like her tweet was like going viral. So sorry. You gotta pick your battles, right? Right. And then she tweeted after that, never again. LOL. Right. But, Don't like, LOL that. But, but she's, she has to save face. She has to. You know how people are. It's fine. But, like, maybe, subconsciously, she won't be like this anymore. Maybe this, like, moment where everyone was, like, really addressing her for it, right. maybe she won't speak like that anymore. You never know. Well, that's... You, you have to address... The little things. You, you know me. So, if I had... If I have a personal problem, and if I'm offended by something, yeah, aren't I going to say something? Yeah. And most, nine times out of ten when I address it, it gets fixed. Like, it's not, it's not a reoccurring thing. And that one time out of ten when it becomes a reoccurring thing, furniture gets moved. You kind of got to be aggressive sometimes no, it, to I get mean, your point it, across. Or whether aggressive or not, it just has to be addressed. Like rather than, cause like there are times you just leave it and and you know, yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't blame people when it's like that. Like I'm sure there are times where I've probably and you too. Like especially you being black. Like I'm sure you see it all the time. Especially with me being Asian. Like I hear it all the time about the Asian stereotypes and all that shit. Then oh, I yeah, just have to like, yeah. I'm kind of like I brush it off. But then I think back sometimes like, damn, maybe I should have said something, right? Yeah, well, especially in my younger years. Before I was given the knowledge, I was kind of, like, naive. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, nah, that wasn't, like, mm-hmm. systematic right. racism, huh? I'm a, I'm in an honors, I'm an honors student. I, I get afforded the same opportunities as, right. yeah. yeah, congratulations, right. Will. Yeah. Eight-year-old Will, you played yourself. Like, yeah, there, there was... But that's also, like, you know... It just comes with the time right, right, and right, like right. learning so. as you go. Yeah, Before when they you. see us was great. Yeah, when they see us was great. Highly recommend it. People I mean, should watch it. Hell yeah. That being said, all right. Next woke short film video. Series. Another mixed girl. Shout oh, out Zen- to Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya? How do you say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just say Zendaya at so, this point. Yeah, she she has a, she's she, she blessed, she's the so star I'm of a. Her, I'm gonna give her the Aya. She's the star of a new HBO series called Euphoria. It's actually executive produced by Drizzy and Forty. Okay. It's just like Shout out to Forty. Why not Drake? He's a Toronto Raptor right now. When he's back to regular Drake, we can have a conversation. But once (laughs) he gets out of championship mode, like I'm I'm good on him in championship mode. He's annoying. Nah, it's okay. I, c- congrats to the Raptors, man. Right. That, that was, that was one cool, and done. man. Shout out to y'all. L.A. Wow. Getting that parade next year, baby. I thought Championship Curry was, number 17. I thought Curry was going to make that, that three to tie it in, in game six. Oh, they, but they got blown out in game seven. It made sense that it ended game six. So, yeah, uh, shout out to the Raptors. Good for them. Thank you. And like, like they, they said, said, enjoy this. Enjoy this moment. And have fun with it. A ha, 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 ha. Yeah! And the Lakers. Well, shout out to the Raptors, period. 
And right. Then, and the Lakers. And then, <laughs> for landing AD. You know but what I'm you, saying? But you lost Lonzo. Injury prone. Well, you guys got Now to, I'm going to talk mad shit about the people that were on that my squad. Because we kept Kuzma. Y'all kept Kuzma. Yo, as long as cool. you're in purple and gold, you're my friend. I love you. You're family. But once you're gone, I don't care. Like Rondo, I didn't like him until he made the game-winning shot in Boston. Right. And now, once he leaves, <laughs> he's a Celtic again, and I hate him. So, you know, it works like that. Well, they might still sign him. We'll see. No, we, we're getting Kemba. Kemba or – I just don't know. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm a little sick of, like, how all these rumors are coming about. Oh, because you're about to get rid of D'Angelo? Well, that that's, might be playing a part in my uh, – yeah, You're just over it. My disgust. <laughs> I'm just like – yeah. Because, like, all these reports are coming out. Like, they're not really telling much more than I already know. I don't know when this is coming out, this episode, <laughs> but I just refuse to believe that D'Lo is that low on the priority scale. Well, when Kyrie is open and available, what are you going to do? If you're asking me, I still prioritize the 23-year-old D'Lo over Kyrie. Kyrie's like 31, right? No, he's only like 27. 28. Right. So he's still young. He, and he's a proven champion. But I'm just saying, like, D'Lo is 23. And I just like the idea of us actually grooming a player, you know, from his, it's from not his young have, years. Not in this climate. Man, fuck the climate. Not in this climate. He's going he's gonna to be able to go somewhere else. Just like Lonzo. Lonzo's going to ball in New Orleans. Like, it's going to be, be nasty. Great. Yeah. Him I'm excited and, him to. And Zion is going to be a, a different the whole type team. of. Ingram? Well, Julius Randle has opted out, so. Ingram is going to be a beast. Well, let's pray. The blood clots don't stop that. That's sad. Right. But that's why I didn't lose sleep over losing him and Zoe, because Zoe hasn't been healthy in the two years we had him. Ingram's got the health issues now, and Josh Hart, he's disposable. So, hey, shout out to Kuz, AD, and we got like six players on a contract right now. You ever think about how we as fans talk about players? Yeah, I just called the guy disposable. It's mad disrespectful. I just called the guy disposable. It's just terrible, yeah. Listen, man. No, we like, we talk about them like they're like chess pieces. It's disgusting. Like, oh, yeah, get get rid of them. Anyway, but it's, yeah. It's the culture of sports. I mean, either way, the NBA is great. What more freaking proof do we need? Say I'm lying, I put it out for the public. Asking about my third album before the second was published. You a fan. Put respect on my name and get disrespected. You a second, I'm from Oakland. A minute from getting hectic. Praying with an E and you gon' get your blessing. Your mouth can wrote a check that overdrew your checking. Look, I'm really solid like I say, so why you come for me? I got respect in both careers moving comfortably. You ain't established in the league for one. You got potential, but this rapping is a breeze at lunch. Anyway, uh, euphoria. euphoria. Damn, we keep... Sorry, Zendaya. We keep, <laughs> we keep jumping so, off. So you, uh, so you saw Euphoria. I saw the first episode as well. I'll be, I'll be back for episode two, by the way. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'll, I'll be back too. I wasn't as big of a fan of it as you are. It was something different. They're in like a suburban town. It's focused on high school aged kids. Yes. For the most part. And all the actors are uh, the narrator is Zendaya, who's the leading character. And she's battling addiction throughout Mainly her, whole, opioids. her whole life. Yeah. Well, that's because they were forced on her due to her childhood anxiety. Right. Which and, was and misdiagnosed. A misdiagnosis. Which was BS because the therapist chick gave her the Xanax and she'd been addicted to pills that's her true. whole damn life. 
I don't know. I, I feel like as I was watching it, I was like, mm-hmm. man, our high school experience is just way different. Remember the guy, uh, he had a student there who was gay and he wore like skirts. There had to be an actual like conversation about which bathroom he was allowed to use. Oh. Because we weren't <laughs> assholes. Like the guys were uncomfortable, neither were the girls. It was right. boom. This was this was like freshman year. It was, it was like oh five oh six. But damn, think about that. Just like thirteen years ago, it was taboo. To, that was like my first experience with that type of deal because like gay people just roamed the, the holes. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was just like a a normal thing, and we were just like, "What?" It's the first time you're kind of exposed to like oh, yeah. different people. And anybody yeah. knows me, know like because I I was raised that that's a, that's a, a no no right so. Prior to LFD and like you know mm-hmm. me getting, I always say fixed, <laughs> like like it was a shock and like what the hell is going on in this? Well, that's part of it, like learning by experience, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's a really interesting uh, show. It, it was it was very dark. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It seems very hopeful though. It ended very hopeful. There's going to be a lot of upswings for all their plots right all these characters and there's a bunch of different characters to uh root for but anyway like yeah i'm 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 excited i'll I'll watch the i mean oh let's be very clear it's it's not really geared toward guys to me like okay but yeah and that's the problem though because like normal perception and like just how we understand shit like oh that's only for women like right right, because just because men are generally understood to be like so close-minded to right and like super surface and and like mad general so two guys on this podcast we will watch euphoria i mean clearly the shy is over oh game of thrones is over check out city on the hill too yeah i mean uh I, i i need more shows ideally this would be an opportunity for me to just go be one with nature and be outside more but it's raining and i'm just like sick all the time that's true yeah y'all make him sick this is crazy. Oh, by the way, if you guys have any shows... Yeah, that you think that we should cover, yeah. feel free. Check out that Ron Artest story. That That is hard. Um, yeah, but yeah, just hit us up. We could do a whole episode on that alone. All the socioeconomical issues he was dealing with and Ooh. the mental health issues, Ron Artest, like, oh. bro, his story's wild. Like, his family members had bipolar, untreated. It just speaks more to what Euphoria was talking about, like how it's just easy to write off mental illness. And and it's just easy to write people off. Right, right, right. Without really understanding all the little elements that play a part in mm-hmm. making that person. Also on uh, HBO, I saw The Hate You Give. Oh. Did you oh, see that? Haven't watched it. You gotta watch it. Man. So, the dude, the black token black dude on mm-hmm. Euphoria... Yeah, he's in there. He's yeah. So I've heard about I've read excerpts of the book. I've heard about the movie a million times. So when okay. it hit HBO, it was right around the time when they see us came out. So I had watched that and I'm like, okay. I emotionally I can't <laughs> I can't get into that right now. Like right. I gotta decompress, man, because I I think it's underrated how watching stuff like that evokes emotions that you kind of gotta decompress from. Dude gets pulled out of his car. <laughs> Like, and, and the hate you give. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bro, the timing of me seeing the hate you give. And then that. And then the <laughs> Phoenix shit. You're about to write letters to the city. The parallel is, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Like, 
so the hate you give is is it has that is a film that has mad layers yeah the hate you give um is available on hbo right now so y'all should check it out shout out to hbo we should y'all should sponsor us so (laughs) that would be amazing (laughs) yeah because all we've been talking about for the past 10 minutes is hbo HBO shit and i'm like yeah by the way hbo (laughs) home box office holla at us (laughs) seriously but um this girl her name is star she witnessed a shooting Mm mm-hmm she was outside with two of her friends, and then one of her friends got shot with a stray bullet. Yep. That led her parents to enroll her into a, a white school, basically. Yeah, because that fixes the problem. So it ends up being her tackling these two versions. That's how it starts out. She describes herself as having two versions. One being who she is when she's like, quote unquote, ratchet and like, well, yeah, you know, it's, where it's she preparing where her she, for adult life. Where she grew up. And then version two is when she goes to the white school and she's like super proper and she doesn't get in the way of anybody. Corporate America. She doesn't speak up even because she doesn't want to be perceived as like the angry black girl. You know? <sighs> So that's one one facet of the of the movie, and then of course the other facet is she ends up witnessing her friend yeah. getting shot and killed after a, a reaching a, for a, a routine brush. pullover. Yeah, he was just reaching for for his brush. And, By and the way, the movie's in the trailer, guys. What? If you watch the trailer, you could get a good sense of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not really I, spoiling anything. Yeah, I've seen half of the movie, like <laughs> roughly. No, but like, and it's a lot, in, but there's there's layers to it. It's it's amazing. And read the book too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for them to make Invisible Man a movie. By the way, ooh, I, I I need to see that in visual. Did you ever see Hollow Man? Yes, not the same thing, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Kevin Bacon, man. Kevin Bacon is legendary. It was wild. He's legendary, man. That dude was crazy. (laughs) It doesn't seem just like a systematic racial issue in America. It literally seems like in the world we're outcasted like it's just mad weird. I seen like to the point that it just seems like it can't just be It literally can't just be it couldn't just have started with slavery. Like I just want to, like, what happened? We just look different. So here's what I think it is, as a non-black person who is Filipino-American. I think, one, it really does come down to perception, as uh, surface as that may sound, like how you look. Clearly, you know, there's a lot of value in, in what people see. I think that that's just something that we've been conditioned to understand as being a threat. But and just it, seeing someone darker than you just made it go. Not you personally, but like no, no, I'm no, thinking like even way back then, like seeing someone darker than you, just public enemy number one now. Like, yeah, I also think it has to do with, and this is not just a, a black thing. I think that this is a non-white thing. Right, right. They feel threatened because they see it as like as if there's only room for like one at the top. Right. And there, right. there is no room for others to flourish when like because even clearly like the, different cultures have different things to bring to the table. Right. They're talking about the Sudan thing, and that's why I wanted to touch on them just a little bit. Like, they've right now the people are overthrowing the government. 
this has happened before. We've helped facilitate, we as Americans uh, or as the country, has helped facilitate other countries to overthrow their government. Yeah. So why isn't, why aren't we assisting Sudan in doing the same thing, one, and uh, probably because they're black, but also when there's a bombing in France, it's pray for Paris. When there's a, like, when there's this predominantly white nations, there's prayers, GoFundMe's, thoughts and everything sent out but when it's places of color it's almost like eh. i so mean prayers to sudan thoughts and, and prayers to sudan yeah like hopefully um, they get it's through very this. important that they don't rush this election process because although they've overgrown the gov- overthrown the government there's still people in position from said government who can control the election and get reelected and just put the same people back in power. So it's like the the hope of a transition to a civilian government has been replaced with the fear that security forces are willing to kill protesters in an attempt to hold on to power. Well, anyway, Phoenix. There there was a video that went viral. Everyone probably saw it by now. Officers in Phoenix, they were like making some violent threats. You can be you can hear them making violent threats toward like this family. One of the kids allegedly stole a doll from a dollar store in order to avenge this stolen doll. So when I saw that, after seeing the hate you give, bro. Oh, and when they see us shortly, like right before that, like in the two week span, you've been like traumatized. (laughs) No, but I'll tell you why so specifically the hate you give has such a parallel to this Phoenix incident. One of the white friends of Star in the hate you give, she fails to understand what Star's issue is with like the cop shooting her friend she just didn't get it and she she was like oh it looked like a gun and he wasn't complying bs is what i call it so star flips out she flips the fuck out and um she breaks her version number two of being like the super obedient person in the suburban high school right you can't even see that you're acting racist huh you're different star i'm different what, I'm the non-threatening black girl? Yeah. 
You are. Your friend wasn't. He was a drug dealer. Someone was probably gonna kill him eventually. Are you serious, Haley? Yes. The officer did see a weapon. He saw a hairbrush. That looked like a weapon! What's this in my hand right now? You gonna tell me that this looks like a weapon? In his hand, yes. What about in my hand? Huh? Huh? Does it look like a weapon? Does it look like a weapon now? No. Get on the ground! No! Get on the ground before I shoot you! Don't move! Don't move before I shoot you with it! What the hell did I just say? Don't move! Haley! Look at me and stop crying! That's what it's like! But like... That's a perfect example of, of like, like, how are you so... Yo, what am I supposed to do you, with my hands? Like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm getting yelled at. Yep. Like, you're raising the tension. But meanwhile, Star looks wild. She oh, yeah, that's, just, that's yeah. just the perception, right? And this is what she wanted to avoid this whole time, right? Mm -hmm. Is being perceived as this um, angry black girl from the, from the hood. But at that point, she didn't care anymore. Because she was reaching her breaking point in how people were treating the situation. And um, she felt like she was betraying Khalil, the one who ends up getting shot. So, yeah, I mean, like, this Phoenix situation, you see them yelling. The, the cops are, like, just really yelling at the family, telling them to do this, telling them to do that. It's like, how are you, are you trying to defuse the situation? Are you left, trying to... Right, up are, there. Are you defusing the situation, or are you trying to, like... Make it hot, right? From our way, perspective, it it doesn't look like you're trying to like. I don't know if you've seen Next Friday, but <laughs> right? Like he's like, "Yo, say another motherfucking word," yeah. and then it's like, "Didn't I tell you yeah. shut up?" It's like, "Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. What what, what happens now?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of saying this is an unfortunate situation. I'm just tired, yo. I just I, and it's sad because I look. I'm not like I see these videos and I'm like another one. It's like a DJ Khaled drop, like another one. Like you gotta kind of remind yourself not to become numb and like lose. Like yo, this is like something to really pay attention to. Right. It's it. Like, Cause you can easily just get desensitized to it. That's the um, the double edged sword of it, right? Cause mm -hmm. one, you're trying to raise awareness and you're trying to shine light on these things just to make sure a statement is really made about right. it and that right. there's action really taken, positive action. Two you risk becoming numb to it mm -hmm. like you said yeah i don't know if people can really tell if they're being num becoming numb to it because right. you kind of just you're just living and then living. it just is going to happen naturally so we are in an interesting time where we went from when we were in high school and whatnot none of this was happening like i mean well, these, things were, we these things shit. were happening but there was no like viral video after viral mm -hmm. video only viral videos was the videos of the chicks passing around like when girls started first sending sex oh sex yeah that's it nudes yeah okay that's when that got popping right oh and by the way euphoria they Ooh, really yeah. made sure to shit on all people oh, i loved it they shamed the hell yeah. out yeah, yeah yeah they're like oh all you people who are trying to put blame on people who send out nudes here's the fucking thing that pisses me off about the world like every time someone's shit gets leaked whether it's j-law or leslie jones the whole world's like well if you don't want it out there don't take the news in the first place i'm sorry i know your generation relied on flowers and father's permission but it's 2019 and unless you're amish nudes are the currency of love so stop shaming us 
shame the assholes who create password-protected online directories of naked underage girls. Oh, uh, like Bella Thorne. Did that's you true. see that? Like, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like, I'm taking my power. And then you got people like, oh, if you never take the, the pictures, if you, know, you... Yeah. It's like, bro, that's bullshit. You still shouldn't... It's just the new form of romance. It's 2019. Like, this is how we communicate. And that's just how it is. So it also negates the um, the generalization about the younger generations mm-hmm. and how they're so attached to technology and social media to a fault. Right. It's just something that people that are older don't necessarily understand. And that's no, okay. No, they can't relate. But y'all can't just like judge mm-hmm. us for it because mm-hmm. y'all don't know. Oh, we all appreciate a good nude from our significant other. It really is. Like, how she said it so eloquently was mm-hmm. amazing. No, enough. We, we gave HBO enough uh, I know. plugs today for them to let us borrow that 20 seconds. Like, <laughs> relax. Home box office. Home box office. Like, <laughs> I've been forgetting HBO that's what sound mad for. cool, don't it? Like, then you say home box office. You're like, get that, that flaky shit out terrible. of here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, serious mode, right? Cause we right we're, yeah but yeah we we we're trying to keep it more light. I know I know. Here we go. We can get in our bag and our bag be real heavy sometimes. It's like I know. Pack light, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like pack light. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the handling of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing these videos when they're narrating the story and saying they threatened to kill this family only because of their child stealing a a doll for 99 cents you don't need to add that umph like we already know it's bad like it's a no-brainer like we already know this is bad yeah this is bad like facts it doesn't look good the cops we'll we'll see how they handle it I'm, i'm oh yeah actually there was a response the from the police department chief phoenix police chief responded what do you think he's gonna say i know what i'm gonna say that ain't it chief <laughs> Wait. I'm, they're probably investigating the matter this was a shoplifting call not a violent crime she said she had a baby in her hands she was verbally complying saying the door won't open you know what do you make of the fact that an officer kind of wrote that line in the report that i feared she was reaching for a weapon when there was really no indication she had a weapon well Keep in mind that I can't talk about that, and I wasn't at the scene. So those are questions that we'll ask during the course of the investigation. In the video, Officer Meyer clearly kicks the leg of the handcuffed father. In the report, though, he writes, I made him spread his feet. But nowhere in the report does he mention yelling, you're going to get effing shot, or I'm going to put an effing cap right in your effing head. Unfortunately, I can't discuss the things that you're asking right now. Neither officer had a body camera or dash cam. If witnesses hadn't been recording, the department would have never seen their officer holding the mother, four-year-old, and one-year-old girls at gunpoint. Why? Well, that's not in the report either. Attacking a lady, man? Really? We've now learned both officers are off the streets. We continue to have them work just in a non-enforcement assignment. Since the incident went viral, derogatory calls, hateful calls, uh, some are even threatening calls that we receive. The family now suing for $10 million. The parents, not charged at all. But the four-year-old's aunt, who helped the little girl shoplift, was picked up on three misdemeanors. Chief Williams, your concerns are also my concerns. Again, finding herself promising a full investigation and commitment to clean up. A lot of um, elements in that one report. Mm -hmm. Okay. First, the police claiming they felt that 
they may have been reaching for something. Mm. Again, this is and all these all these elements that I'm about to name have all been mentioned in the hate you give. It's it's to a fucking T. In in every other uh incident. Incident such as this. That's true. I yeah. pinpoint to Philando Castile, who was shot in his vehicle for quote unquote reaching for a gun that he had in his vehicle that was registered. It's the ultimate loop, <laughs> it's the ultimate loophole. Right, right. That, that to, they can just right. hold on to. Two was the uh lack of description on the things that the officers may have been doing wrong. Right. In the police report. Because duh, why would you put you know, like putting an illegal headlock on a guy. Very true. Why would you sell well, I, yourself I clipped out? Him. Like, I clipped what? his leg in. And I said, I'm a. I'm but a he vaguely this. said, I made him spread his leg. So he didn't say how. Right. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, oh, bust a cap in your ass. And he like, uh. Yeah, no. No, 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 no specificity. And then three is, is the end result, is the temporary end result of these cops who were. Involved in the incident, where oh, they, they, oh, they chilling. They still getting paid. They're not. They they're not on the field, but they're gonna be working the, behind a desk or something. So they chilling. Right. They can still influence the department. So after you hear, and then this, they picked up the what? auntie. Then they went oh, and made another, sure they picked up auntie. That's another element, like for real, like the the they make sure they point out like, and intimidate. Oh, th- this aunt has like a record. Right, they'll find like your distant cousin who you haven't spoken into twenty years. Ago. Oh, by the way, uh, in '93 he got picked up for marijuana. Bruh, what the hell does like what does when, that have to do with it? Like anything? when the kid got put into the, what, the Bronx Zoo, when the parent, when the kid got into the Bronx Zoo uh, under the guardrail, and they were like, "Oh, well, the father is an ex-con." What? He wasn't even there. <laughs> like what? Like why but, is that but, being reported? Just no. Oh, they have they have conviction in their blood. Like, get the hell out of here, man. Uh, whatever. <laughs> True. Yo, and again, that was mentioned in the Hate You Give. After you after you hear this, if you have HBO, please watch the Hate You Give. Khalil, the one who was shot, the reports were coming out that he was a drug dealer. Yeah, had feet. So that validates his death, right? Had f- right. And that validates the the family in Phoenix getting threatened to death. <laughs> The training. What like what is the training? This shit is not good enough, clearly. No. Well, is there really training? I don't want to say that because like, cause we, we have friends who are cops. And like, right. you know, out of respect to them, I want to say I respect the shit out of what they do. All day. But I feel like the training needs to be ramped up a bit more. You shouldn't be flinching. You can't... The flinching, the, the immediate aggression... To just flip the switch like that? For a shoplifting call. I can see if you got a weapon, like someone's got a weapon on, like you got a call for a violent crime or some shit like that. But you got called for a four-year-old shoplifting. Yo, Dre, I got something to say. Oh. Work on the uh, <laughs> the training of, of the police officers, please. Yes, yes. I thought he was going somewhere else with that. Sorry, yo. <laughs> Nah, but much respect to all those officers who do their job 
diligently and respectfully. Salute. My girl Jada, she just had a shout out to her. She just finished last week. Thursday, she, she graduated. And she's one of the sweetest women you can ever meet. She just finished what? She's, she just finished uh, Police Academy Orange. Oh, sweet. She's uh, Shout out to Jada. She, um, she's one of, the, one of the greatest people you meet. Like, she's super nice, always thoughtful. Like, mm-hmm. now she's a police officer. So I'm not. I would never say every one of them is a... No. It's like everyday people. Mm -hmm. There are good people. There are bad people. Oh, so The Shy. I haven't watched It's okay. So, it was the finale. How was it? It was good. It was shocking. Do do you care about spoilers or not? No, I mean, I'm gonna... I'm... You seem to have lost interest since the. Uh, <laughs> Yo, it, it, that happens to me a since lot. Since the since the Jason Mitchell stuff. That uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't. I lost the rhythm of it, so. I stayed in tune because I was very curious to see where the story was going. Because right, remember, right. we the last time we talked about it, we were wondering where does the shy go from here? And what are they gonna do with characters? Certain characters especially shit, Jason yeah. Mitchell, who was like the main character. Like so he, does he die? Does he? So you don't care? You want me to just say it? I'm not sure. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm incons. No, don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't. Okay, damn fine. it. All right, so I'll I'll hold off. Yeah, I, I was just curious to see where it would go. So so I just kept watching. It was cool. I mean, now I I can't really say much because you need to watch it. So maybe we'll revisit this. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thanks. Damn, well, man. I'm sorry. Episode 23. That's a wrap. Hey. Be sure to continue to share, like, comment, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, Podcasts, <laughs> and SoundCloud. All day. Oh, by the way, shout out to B Boy Mad Matt and Keita the Great. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, Keita the Great. Hell no, that just <laughs> sounds mad wild. Though. Shout out to gang members and those, shit. Those are two, <laughs> two like um, street dancers. Okay. I feel like something that's missing in the East is like dance battles. Yeah, that that, that died that's like ten West, years ago. That's some West Coast shit. It's just so cool. It died over here. B Boy, Mad Matt, and Keita the Great. You know Keita the Great because you've seen. I'm sure you've seen a few of his videos go viral. He, one of them, he hit the Nene on the OG Bobby Johnson beat. Okay, I recall. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay. And he also won, he actually won um, So You Think You Can Dance, uh, like the- Which still comes on. The kids' version. It's like fucking 30 seasons. I know, it's crazy. But But anyway, shout out to them. Yeah, Lizzo paid tribute to uh, Sister Act 2 on the MTV Movie Awards. I didn't watch the MTV awards. I just watched her perform. But I happened to see like one award. Uh-huh. Uh, best documentary. Mm-hmm. Surviving R. Kelly. I'm indifferent. I feel like he got an award. No. He wasn't up there. He's like, yo, I, know, I just want to thank know, y'all. I know, but it's just like <laughs> his name's in it. Nah, it's different. It's so weird. It just sounds mad weird. All right, well, the award-winning Surviving R. Kelly. In my brain, the like, survivors were up there. Okay, no doubt. And 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 so were the creators and whatnot. Uh, so it was, it was it was cool. Anyway, all right, that's it. We out next pod. All right, one. <laughs>